Hello and welcome to The Journey Inward, your new podcast BFF on the road home to yourself. I'm Christina, your host, and I am delighted to announce that for the next month, we are going to be focusing on creativity, the creative process, and really diving into the specifics of how to become the type of person that can manifest your ideas into reality. And this is something I'm incredibly passionate about because the first time I ever picked up a camera, I remember it vividly. I was a small, like maybe 10 or 11. It was my dad's tiny red point and shoot camera. Absolutely no settings to mention. Like everything was on automatic. And I remember going outside and taking photos. And I remember asking myself, how can I make this look like it does in my head? And that question has followed me around and led to a career of learning how to manifest ideas into reality and especially visually helping ideas look the way that I want them to so that they feel the way that I want them to. I've been working on something for a few months now. I've mentioned it just a little bit, but it's finally coming to reality and it's going to be out in the world in just a matter of weeks. So I'm wanting to start talking about this now because I'm so excited to help you guys take better photos and realize your potential as visionaries and creatives. We've all seen photographers that take well-composed, well-lit photos, but they don't necessarily speak to you. And that's because art is about more than the technicalities. It's about a whole creative process that I have been studying for eight years. And I want to bring to you some of the things that I've learned that have helped me live creatively so that I can think creatively, so that I can become the type of artist that can produce work that speaks to not only my viewers, but to myself. I think that when we have self-motivated art and when we're creating art for younger versions of ourselves, for parts of ourselves that need to be seen, that need to be heard, we're creating art that will automatically speak to so many other people because there's such a universal experience of being a human and feeling now, there's no doubt that learning the technical side of photography is absolutely essential, and I'm also going to be diving into that in the resource that I share with you guys in a few weeks. But I want to also share how to live like an artist because that has been the biggest change for me as far as stepping into my artistry. And it's goes all the way down to minute details that you wouldn't normally think about. If you've been following me for a second, you might have seen me in a few ridiculous outfits over the years. And these outfits are, yes, about self-expression, but they're also about me tapping into the frequency of being an artist. And that goes down to what my space looks like, how I'm dressing, how I'm speaking about myself. All of these things are connected. And when we can find alignment, of what we want to create, what we believe about ourselves, what we're speaking into the existence and how our actions are communicating what we feel, when we can have alignment of all of those things, we can live a more creative life that leads to art that you wouldn't even expect yourself to be able to make when everything is out of alignment and we're trying to create, but we don't have the foundation set up of living creatively. And so today we're diving into how to live creatively so that you can be a better artist. 
I have found that our living spaces have such a huge impact on our ability to create. Because if we're going out into the world and trying to create and express and manifest ideas into reality, and then we come back to our space, our home base, and it's not set up in a way for us to thrive, it's hard to feel that alignment throughout all of our centers. And so we start to feel off and we're trying to create beautiful things in one area of our life, but we haven't put in the time to create beautiful things in other areas of our lives. Okay, so I want to share a story with you guys. I want to take us all the way back. I grew up in a pretty crowded home. I had three of my sisters in my room with me. So one of them had some pretty serious hoarding tendencies and we ended up with just mountains and mountains of stuff everywhere. And you could barely see the floor and there's four children, the clothing of four children and the toys and the makeup of four people was all in this room, right? And so I grew up with a very cluttered mind. The first place that I lived after college, I moved in with a partner who was suffering from extreme OCD and our living situation had to be very particular. None of my things were represented. I honestly didn't have a lot of things at that point. I hadn't really invested in any furniture or art. And so when I came home, I was staring at mostly blank walls and I wasn't seeing myself represented anywhere. And my work during this time was uninspiring as well. I was just getting started in my photography career and I lacked a voice. I think I was really trying to create what other people had already created. I was trying to fit in with the creative industry, which is such a funny thing to say because to make great art means to act from self-expression. It means to take what's inside of you and manifest it into the world around you. And so fitting in isn't the goal at all. And so the next place that I moved into, it was the first place I had all to myself. And I'll be honest, it was less than inspiring. It was a basement apartment that the previous owner had died in, okay, right before we moved in. So the energy was whack. <laughs> it was not good. and. I loved it. Like I loved that space because it was the first space that was completely mine. And so I started to thrift things and I started to gather plants and books and other things. And it was amazing feeling the energy shift as I put my own creative voice and creative expression into the space. And then as I've gone on, I've lived in two apartments since then, each with my own space. It's very important to me. And each time I've let myself express more and more, and I can literally trace back my work during the times where I lived somewhere that was inspiring to me and see how it improved my art and my craft so much to be an environment that was stimulating and inspiring for me personally. And now it's gone all the way to I have a swing in my living room, 60 bouquets hanging on my wall, and like 30 houseplants littered through my house with crystals on most flat surfaces. Now, this is not what is going to be inspiring for everyone. The point is to find something that's inspiring for you and to create a living environment that feels good for you. For me, I love to see color and I love to see things growing around me. I love beauty. I love nature. And so I incorporated all of those things into my living situation to give me the best chance at having a home base that is set up for me to succeed in. And I want to be clear that you don't need to have your own 
apartment, even your own room to be able to create something that is for you. You can take a corner of a room and make it inspiring to you. You can find ways to create life and beauty in your living situation so that you feel inspired to live like an artist. Artistry is something that moves through our entire being. And so when we are in flow with our entire selves, that is how we create the best art possible is by living like an artist, talking like an artist and dressing like an artist, which is the next thing that I'm so excited to talk about is how my style and self-expression has changed the way that I show up in my artistry. It's kind of a similar story to my living situation. For the longest time, I tried to dress in a way that would help me fit in, would help me look like other people. I wanted to fit as closely as possible to the beauty standards and not to stand out or draw unnecessary attention to myself, which as an artist, you are playing with attention and with expression. And I was blocking myself by dressing in all muted colors and wearing a lot of layers that covered me and that hid who I was. That was what I needed to do at the time because I was having a lot of mental health stuff as well throughout that period. But it has been so beautiful to watch what has happened to my life and my space and my heart and my creations as I have let my creative energy bleed into my wardrobe, bleed into my makeup, into my expression. And each day I have a practice. I look in the mirror and I ask myself, who are you today? How does this version of you want to present themselves to the world? I understand that what I'm putting on my body is a conversation that I'm starting before I ever open my mouth. The way that we dress has a huge impact on how people feel and perceive our energy. And more importantly than that, it has a huge impact on how we feel in our bodies and dressing for how I actually want to present in the world has been the biggest breath of fresh air because it's allowed me to move like an artist. If I was stunting myself on my wardrobe and only letting myself wear what I saw other people wear, that would leak into my art, making it so that I'm only creating what I've seen other people create. These things are so much more connected than I think we even realize, which is what I'm so passionate about talking about, is that our living situation, the way we dress, the way we speak, all plays into the art that we're able to create. So... For me, I love wearing bright and light colors. I love to feel I have kind of a fairy energy about me at times, and I love to feel very ethereal. And so I play with like dainty jewelry and sparkly makeup and fun colors because that's what speaks to me. But the most important thing is finding something that speaks to you. And that this is a process of getting to know yourself which is not an easy process for everyone. Some people really struggle with this. And I just want to say that it's a day-by-day thing and we can't figure ourselves out if we aren't willing to play. Creation is so much about play. And so if we are holding ourselves to, okay, well, how am I supposed to look? How am I supposed to show up? How do other people want me to present? We are stunting our intuition with ourselves. And so the only way to move forward is to play. And what does that look like? That looks like 
maybe we go thrifting and we keep a really open mind and whatever calls to us, like, you know, that feeling when you're looking at a bunch of different options and then one of them like literally looks brighter or it like calls to you. I don't know if this is an experience that is unique to me. I'm sure it's not. I think that we're very intuitive beings and we know what we like. You know, it's the reason why we pick the friends that we do, that we eat the food that we do, that we drive the cars that we do. We're drawn to certain things. We're drawn to certain ways of expressing ourselves. And so if you can take that energy and ask yourself, okay, like, what actually feels good for me to wear today? And then we have to try out different things. Okay, what about a version of me that wears color? How does that feel? Mm, okay, what about this color? All right, what about a version of me that dresses more masculine? A version of me that dresses more feminine? What sides of myself come out as I dress in this way? I understand that it can be very intimidating to redefine yourself, to rebrand, if you will, to step into the world as a new version of yourself that you haven't let other people see before. It can be very intimidating. And I want to acknowledge that, that especially when we're getting to know ourselves and we're on a journey to figure out who we are, it can feel tentative and it can feel precious and something that you want to protect. Because we are social creatures. We care about what people think and pretending that we don't doesn't help us at all. And so Acknowledge that you care what people think and choose people that you trust and try experimenting with them first. This could look like having a small group of friends come over and having a theme, like a, a theme for them to dress up as. And you can use this as an opportunity to dress up yourself. Or this could look like having your loved ones, your family, your close friends, your partners call you different pronouns for a day and see how that gender expression feels or try on your friend's clothing and see what type of energy you feel that you tap into when you wear their clothes. Ultimately, this is just a process of learning how to listen to ourselves. And you can kind of sense how you feel in things. Like let's say we put on an outfit and we don't feel our best in it. Okay, take that information. What is it about that outfit that doesn't feel like you? And move forward. Try something different. Something that is incredibly important if you want to step into your artistry is stepping out of binary thinking. And this is something that is very prevalent in our society. It goes all the way down to gender, boy versus girl, right? But there's other ways that this manifests, like having to niche down and only doing one thing. And I know so many artists that feel like they can't have multiple mediums because they either need to be a painter or a photographer and they can't be both. I would recommend with all of my heart to let yourself explore the gray. Let yourself explore the in-between, whatever that looks like. And this can look so many different ways. It can be involved in our friendships. I think so many of us feel that we either have to be super close to the person or they're not a good friend for us. But like, there's so much in between that, right? Like we have friends that we see occasionally. We have friends that we reach out to for certain types of conversations and events and different things that we connect with them on. So when we can break out of the binary and move towards letting myself be both and letting myself exist and breathe and be a full person that has complex 
feelings and emotions and sensations and dreams and hopes, when you let yourself be as big as you are, you are making so much more room to be a creative person because you're not forcing yourself to be this or that. It's both. You can be whoever you want to be and let that manifest into different areas of your life in different ways. Ultimately, the conversation that I'm wanting to have is that you don't have to do things the way that other people do things. Being an artist means that by definition, you are carving your own path. You are forging your own journey by letting what is internal be manifested externally. So let's say that we have an understanding of this, right? That we have a desire within ourselves to break out of the binary, to break out of boxes, to break out of limiting thoughts and beliefs. And you're wondering, where in my life can this fit? And I want to tell you that it can fit in so many different ways, down to the way that we gather with other people. I used to think that the only way I could really socialize with people is to do what everyone else did to socialize. You go to a party or a bar and it's loud and everyone's talking and everyone's drinking and it's kind of this like numb bumping into each other type of social atmosphere. That is literally the majority of my like group social experiences for a long time until I realized, wait a second, I create my own life. I make my own decisions. I can actually choose what feels good for me. I can set the tone for what type of experience I want to have. And once I realized this, it blew apart my ability to connect with other people. I started to host parties that were incredibly niche. (laughs) The first one I ever did was a storytelling party. I had everyone come and bring a dish of food that had a story attached to it. And I think that food is something that is so integral to our cultures and to our communities and our families. It is something that connects all of us And I wanted to hear my friends' stories. I'm a huge storyteller. I think that stories are such a soothing place to lay and to rest and to find comfort and to find connection. And so I invited some close friends. I lit candles. I set this like low to the ground table. I laid it out with fruit and fabrics and candles and glasses. And I had my people come and we all went around the table eating each other's food and talking about the memories behind those dishes. And I was planning on having us play a storytelling game after that, but it was beautiful to watch that we didn't ever even get to the game because naturally we just kept telling stories. And it was one of the favorite things I've ever hosted. And then that journey continued. I was like, okay, if I can do this, that means I can do many different types of gatherings. And that led to a party where it was just the very beginning cusp of springtime, but like Utah kept getting a bunch of snow. And I was like, okay, I want to have a party to ring in spring. What could that look like for me? And so I had all my friends come over and we made flower crowns and it was so fun and beautiful. And these experiences that I'm creating for myself are because I'm willing to think outside the binary. It's because I'm willing to explore what I actually want, what would actually feel good, and what I want to see more of in the world. And this is the artist's way. When we reject how things are supposed to look, 
when we reject how things are supposed to work, we can let ourselves make room to create something that didn't exist before. And that very act is creation. If you are the type of person that is wanting to step into your creative power, to learn how to manifest your ideas to reality, this is the very first step, is letting yourself be an artist in all areas of your life. Believe in yourself as an artist. Being an artist just means that you are paying attention. It means that you are letting what is happening inside of you and around you impact what you make in the world. All of us are creators. All of us are artists. And you have the choice to lean into that or to steal that from yourself by expecting you to do what's already been done, to fit in with people that don't, that aren't you, and to be like other people. Find belonging through showing up for who you are. When we believe in ourselves as an artist, we let that bleed into every area of our lives. We dress like it. We speak like it. We attend artistic gatherings. We believe in the artistry of other people and the flow of creation. We get in alignment with what it means to be in flow, to let creative ideas flow to us come through us, express, and find their way into the world and hopefully into the hearts of other people. I can't wait to continue diving into creativity and what it means to live as an artist and become more of an integrated human and creator by letting ourselves feel and express who we really are. This is a huge passion of mine, and I'm so excited to bring you guys along on the journey. I am going to be posting tons and tons of creativity content on Instagram and TikTok. So the links will be in my bio. Please follow along and let me know if there's any topics that you would like me to cover. I will be releasing a course, which I I just, I can't wait to share more details about what that looks like and what that is and what that can bring to your life. But in the meantime, I'm going to invite you to find one way to honor your differences this week. Find one way to step into who you really are, whether that's wearing the outfit that you've been too afraid to wear or saying the thing that you've been afraid to say. Let yourself express and create through action this week. I'll talk to you guys next week. Mwah.